What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Behind the Glass Sports Podcast on another fake spring, snowy Saturday. Unbelievable. You get 80 degrees one week, and then you're right back into it, into this uh, sloshy snow. It doesn't look like the powdery stuff. So that's the worst kind of snow, by the way, where it's like the heavy, wet kind, rather than just the powdery stuff that you can just turn on your windshield wipers and boom, it's cleared away. No, this slushy crap just ices up, and it's just it's the worst. Um, <laughs> okay. A lot to get to. We are pretty much, everyone's played their game threes for the most part, I think. Except for the Lakers, of course. Okay, except for the Lakers. You know, they, they need their time off. Yeah, the, yeah. Don't get me started. Um, so they haven't played their game three. They will do so tonight, um, I believe, at 8 p.m. Um, so looking forward to that game. See how, uh, how LeBron responds to Dylan Brooks. Um, but yeah, we got a lot to get to. Um, we can we can go through some of the other series, and obviously we'll get to the Nuggets series as well. Do you want to start with the Nuggets first, or do you want to get to some of these others? Uh, we can get to the others first, actually, because okay. I'm sure we're going to stay on the Nuggets for a little too long. Okay. Um, like, like usual. So we can just start, I guess, with the Eastern Conference first. Um, the I haven't watched a minute of um, Hawks boston have you i watched last night okay um boston everyone loves boston i get why everyone loves boston i still see the same issues that um i've talked about all year long they lost uh yesterday was it yesterday they played i believe it was yesterday yeah um 130 to 102 yeah i mean that see that's what i thought was going to happen to the nuggets the way they they just kind of came out like uh the series is over like we don't really care type of thing uh and then they tried and it just they don't have the offense like they just they just don't um i don't know it's a weird team i just i don't really get them and i don't get why everyone loves them i i just not to not to the extent that that everyone like like, I get why you could like the team, but like, really, this team's the favorite right now. I I just I I don't I don't get it, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, I was shocked to see the score because I thought this would be a clear sweep. I thought if there was any series that would be a sweep out of all of them, uh, it would probably be this one. So to see that they came out a little bit flat, I was looking at the box score last night and I saw Jalen Brown didn't have a great game. I think he had like 19. Um, I don't think Tatum like shot bad or anything. I just think the Hawks, I mean, their offense is just, it's just stale. I I, I mean, it's two guys, you know, a a really good, a really good team is going to take advantage of that. And they're going to play a really good team in the next round. By the way, we can get to Philly because they look really good. Um, I think they've looked, like the best team in the Eastern conference. And that's without Giannis, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so when Giannis is back, obviously I think Milwaukee's still the better team, but as of right now through three games ish, I, I think, I think Philly has been the best team in the East. Um, well, when they're and, not kicking dudes in the nuts. Well, and that's something to watch too, with Joel Embiid being ruled out for, today's game um with the sprained knee also so i mean we don't know if that's going to linger throughout the rest of the playoffs how serious that is 
Um, but yeah, I did see Young and Murray kind of got hot for the Hawks to get them back into it. So most likely a gentleman sweep would be shocked if this goes more than five. Um, but yeah, I have not even tuned in for a minute because I had no interest whatsoever in that series. Um, I have watched the 76ers and Nets series. Um, the Nets have made it tough in spurts on Philly. I don't think Philly has by any means dominated this series. Um, but the Nets have had moments in each game, really, um, to where it's like, oh, okay. And then the Sixers are like, oh, okay. I guess we'll <laughs> just try a little bit more. And and then it kind of just flattens them. And, and you want to talk about not having offense. I mean, the, the Nets are loaded with wings, but they don't have like a clear-cut one or even no. two for that matter. Um, they just have a bunch of threes offensively running around and uh, guys who would, you would want to be your third or fourth option. But they have some really good defenders. Like They have, they have ones across the board for that. But um, I think the Sixers, Maxi is really coming into his own for them. Um, James Harden really hasn't made his mark in this series, I don't think. Um, but Joel Embiid, I mean, he doesn't really have anybody that's no, they, they have no answer for him. Now, Claxton I don't think had James good... Harden has made a mark in the playoffs his whole career. Yeah, so. that's, that's, that's fair. That is very fair. Um, but they don't have any answer for Joel Embiid. I mean, Claxton, even though he played well last game, I mean, he's just way too little for him. Um, and Joel can just kind of get what he wants when he wants, when he's not falling down on the floor 87 times a game. And that's probably how you hurt your knee. Um, so just saying you don't have to like somebody put together like a minute and 30 compilation. I don't know if you saw this on Twitter of him just falling in game three, just him falling the entire time unnecessarily. Um, and that, that probably led to an injury. Who knows? So as for Sixers nets, what has kind of stood out to you from that series? Uh, I just think they have, a they have a lot of, for, for me, not counting James Harden. I, I think they just have a lot of others, really good others. Um, I think they're the... I think I trust their others more than I trust any of the others in the Eastern Conference. Really? So, Even over um, Milwaukee, huh? So, I well, in my mind, I'm saying, okay, Giannis, Middleton, and Drew are the three stars. I don't consider them the others. So in Philly, I don't consider Embiid, Harden, or Embiid or Harden the others. Um, and then in Boston, I don't consider Tatum or Brown as another. Sure. So, right. So, I I think Maxi has been excellent. I really do like Tobias Harris. I know he's had his issues in the playoffs. But I think he's been, I think he's been solid uh, this playoff so far. Um, I just, I think they have more guys that can score and defend, whereas Boston has a lot of others that can defend, and and Milwaukee is kind of the same thing. I love Brook Lopez, but I just, they don't have the depth that that they had two years ago. Um, they lost uh, a lot of guys. So I don't, they're all kind of in the same boat, but I just, I, I trust Philly's others more. Now, the other thing though, is I trust the other stars more than Philly's stars. 
Mm. So it's a weird thing. Like I don't trust James Harden at all. I you the fact that they got a good game from James Harden in game one was just shocking. Uh, and then you saw what happened in game two and three. And you're like, ah, okay, that's there's James Harden. Um, and and Embiid Embiid plays so well in the regular season, and it just never carries over to the playoffs. Like he's played fine. Like it's not like he's playing bad. It's just it's not. There's there's it doesn't elevate. Whereas Jokic and and others, like Giannis, they elevate. And beat, I think he tries so hard in the regular season that come playoff time, it's the same, if and not he looks worse. Gassed. Yeah, right, he does. Um, I mean, twenty six five and three in in game uh, two. And then in uh, in game one, I have his what full did he splits have? here if you want. So he's he's averaging 20 points, 11 boards, and four assists, and two blocks in this series. Yeah, and, and, and most of those boards came from game three because he, through games one and two, had five rebounds in each game. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's a sign of just... It certainly feels it's, different because it's funny that, that you that you're mentioning his numbers because if you look at Jokic's numbers, they're essentially the same. Twenty points, eleven rebounds, nine mm-hmm. assists for Jokic and points. But Jokic steals. isn't but Jokic doesn't have to do and we'll get to it later, but Jokic doesn't have to do anything right now. And <laughs> I, I can't wait to get to that point because it, it just feels different. <laughs> Even though they're both at twenty and eleven, it, it just feels it, it feels so opposites, much yeah. 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 But uh, I it's, mean it's, outside of the, outside of that, anything else has has anything else stood out? Um, no, I mean, I, I just, I like PJ Tucker. I like Harris. I like Maxi. Um, I, mean, I, I actually like on Milwaukee's. I mean, they have Ingle, uh, Ingles, Brooke Lopez, Bobby Portis. I mean, they, they've got some studs over there. Yeah. And, and I, I like their others and that's why I, I, I've been picking them since, I don't know, after the first like two weeks of the regular season. Um, but the yacht. <coughs> Excuse me. The Giannis injury really scares me. I think he'll be fine. I mean, obviously that was a, a hard fall, but um, I mean, unless he like fractured something, which I'm pretty sure they did imaging on it, I think he'll be fine. Um, I don't now if this was more of like a sprain something like MB, like if I was a Sixers fan, I'd be I'd be a little bit concerned because with a sprain, I mean, if he comes back too soon. And, and it's one awkward landing or movement, then that could re-aggravate it. Whereas with like a, a bruise on your back, now obviously those hurt. Um, and depending on how deep it is, I mean, that, that could, I mean, I, I think you do have legitimate concern. I should, I should backpedal a little bit because I mean, depending on how bad that is, it could affect his mobility. And, you know, yeah. we've seen with guys' backs, <laughs> having a guy here who struggled yeah. with that. We know how that can impact a player's ability. Right, like I, I'm more worried about Giannis's back than Embiid's knee, even I, though I, I know Embiid is made out of glass. Yeah, because one, it's it's the back; it's it's a different thing. But we saw Giannis basically tear his whole knee apart and come back a week later and 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 win an NBA Finals. Yeah, a back is different. And that's something where I don't think you can really just play through, especially the way he plays. So that's where I'm 
I'm a little bit more worried about about his injury and about that team. The other part about that team, to me, I just don't think they have enough shooters. I like Ingles, um, even though he annoyed the crap out of me when he was with Utah. Uh, but I just, I just think when it comes to it, like Maxi, I can see Maxi winning a game for Philly. I can see Tobias Harris winning an, an important game for Philly. I can see Harden winning an important game for for Philly. I mean, it's almost like Harden is another. Like he, like he's a he's a main guy in the regular season, but in the playoffs, it's like he's another. Um, I don't know. I I just I I like their I like their starting I like their starting five. Their bench isn't deep necessarily, but it's their three, four, five, six that I think are just are are better than the other two teams, three, four, five, six. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, you can you can argue that, I mean, even though Boston, I mean, they, they don't have any injury issues, but, I mean, things are looking decent, not just on our side of the bracket, if you're a Nuggets fan, but um, on the other side, too. I mean, there's, there's guys over there with some key injuries. Yeah. Obviously, you want to beat the best, but, you know, I'm not going to complain if, you know, another guy is a little bit hobbled here and he's well, not and his it, full best. Yeah. I mean, I guess for the Nuggets matchup wise, I don't want to see Milwaukee, even though in the regular season, the past few years, Denver beats Milwaukee all the time. Get it. I just don't think that's a good matchup and I don't want to have to play the best player in the world. Uh, yeah. So I would rather play Boston or Philly. I think they match up better against those two teams. Um, could you imagine a Jokic versus Embiid finals? Um, oh man! Yeah, that that would be honestly. I I want to. I kind of want to see that. So but... many media personalities, <laughs> livelihood would be on stake there. Um, there would Absolutely. be, and mainly they all pretty much work for like Fox. But yeah, I mean that would that would be insane. Um, <laughs> the the vitriol between two of the fan bases would just be uncharted. It'd be like next level boss they, they would have to ban everyone from denver and philly off of twitter yeah it would it would be it would be pretty annoying um but we got a long way before we can even think about that but yeah so far at least um i think the nets have done what they can they've hung in they've battled making it tough and and you never know i mean if you still won in brooklyn um today with Embiid out i think it's possible for sure like i said they've played well in stints they just got to put a full yeah. 48 well, together and they're up 3-0, so like... Yeah. So, I mean, I, mean, I don't think it's whatever. wild to think that that uh, the Nets could win. Um, New York-Cleveland. I did watch game one, parts of it. Um, did not watch game two or game three. But uh, I think we both predicted this would be like a six or seven game series, right? Um, yeah. And I think we both had Cleveland in like six or seven, if I remember correctly. Uh, yeah, I think I said Cleveland in seven... I think I said six, but, um, I mean, you're seeing kind of the youthfulness of Cleveland in a sense. I mean, they're not super young, but I mean, this is their first like go at it with like this core. Um, and this Knicks team has, has been, I think to a couple right under with like Julius Randall. Um, I mean, this is just one of those like drag out. We're going to punch each other in the face physical series, at least from the looks of it. Yeah. It's, it's been, it's been a good series. I I wouldn't say it's been a fun series just because of the way the the, pa- the pace is and, and whatever, but um 
I do think the look, the Cavs the Cavs look like they're uh, how do I say it? I think the the Knicks look like they're the better team right now. I I do think though the Cavs will figure it out and and they'll they'll still win the series. Um, but like you said, I, they just they look really young and Donovan Mitchell is the only one that's like okay I've done this before I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Everyone else is like. We don't know what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, outside of the play-in last year, they, this team's kind of, this is their first go at it. So, yeah. Um, and they have the better roster, I believe. It's just, right. It's just, it's just they're all 23 and younger. Yeah. It's taking time to put it together. Um, Milwaukee, Miami. Um, I told you that first game, I, I went to sleep. I took a nap because I was like, yeah, Milwaukee's going <laughs> to, going to beat this team. And then I wake up and oh, Giannis hurt himself and he went out and, the Heat win, and I'm like, what exactly happened here? Um, and then game two, obviously, Milwaukee steadies the ship, blows them out, um, even though it looked a little bit closer. Tyler Hero breaks two fingers somehow, um, going for a loose yeah. ball. That was crazy. Well, and then after, he stays in. After he tries to shoot a three, he yeah. airballs it, and then he's just in pain. I'm like, well, that was stupid. Yeah. Well, I mean, why I mean, why, why even catch it? <laughs> just let it go. Like, like I, I can't hold the ball. Why are you passing it to me? He caught it and then shot the ball. Shoot or shoot, man. Broken fingers and all. Um, yeah, this is. I don't know. This is kind of a weird series. Oh, they haven't played game three yet for them. Yeah, there's okay. some series that are just so far behind. Um, so them and the Lakers haven't. So game three is this afternoon. Oh. Um, is Giannis playing? Question no. mark. No, he's not. Uh, I'm. I'm assuming Giannis is out. Oh, all right. Um, well, I mean, this could be interesting, I guess. Yeah, it says he's doubtful. Yeah, and Wesley Matt. Well, I don't know if Wesley Matthews has really been playing. Um, um, Kyle Lowry's doubtful. Tyler Hero's out, obviously. Yeah, and uh, Fake Jokic is out too, as well. So, um, interesting. Yeah, I mean, well, Milwaukee's predicted to win. Obviously, they're five and a half point favorite. But um, I mean, don't sleep on the Heat. I mean they'll they'll make things tough and mm-hmm. you know they can they can get a win under the right circumstances. So um, yeah, even without Giannis, though, that they win the series. It's just it's oh, going to yeah. go way longer than they wanted to. Absolutely. Um, okay, getting to the western side of things, let's see what has been the most boring of all series. I Not counting Denver. All of these series have been kind of exciting, at least for yeah. the most part. I mean, I guess if you had to choose objectively, it'd probably be the Denver one. Um, I mean, game two was pretty good. Yeah. Well, they, um, yeah. Denver has been the most, Denver, Minnesota has been the most boring one, but let's get to them last. Um, so let's, 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 let's go Lakers. Lakers. Okay. That's where I was going to go. Lakers, Memphis series tied two one. Um, man, Anthony Davis. I just don't, I don't get it. Like some guys, no, like no, I, I get I that they're, they're more injury prone, but man, I mean, game one, he gets the stinger. And then he gets his eye cut open in game two. And it's just like, dude, this guy can't catch a break. Um, Lakers obviously win game one. John Morant hurts himself again with the hand issue. That was a weird looking fall. I don't know if you saw that, but how his hand bent back like that. And this is the problem that I have with him, though. He plays so out of control because he can jump so high. And it's gonna cause stuff like that to happen. Mm-hmm. Also, that's, don't land with your hands. 
Well, I mean, don't we all learn that? And when we're like five years old, don't land with your hands. Yeah, but I think that's easier said than done. I mean, you split second reaction. Your your instinct is to brace your fall somehow. Mm, I don't think anybody's just going to go head first into the ground. So, well, no, don't go head first. Use your shoulder. I mean, who thinks while they're falling midair like ah, I'll 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 tell you. Well, I didn't fall that from that far. So whatever. But. Uh, I remember I was walking back to the house one day and I was holding food, right? And I was holding a drink. Uh, I went and picked up food for us. So I had a bag of food and, and a drink. And I trip over the, I go, I'm stepping onto the sidewalk and I trip over. I like miss it. And I start to fall forward and I, I'm kind of like stumbling. And I'm like, oh, well, I know I'm falling. So I was always taught tuck and roll, right? So I tuck the drink in. And I rolled, stood back up because like, I just rolled in back st- standing up and uh, not a drop of that drink spilled because I just I tucked it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It also has a lid on it, though. So. Well, yes, but it has a hole because it's, you know, the straw goes like. Okay, but I'm that's just, not the I'm same thing saying. as him falling from no 10 feet in the air. No, it's not. But I just think it's a funny story. Anyways, um, yeah, no, tuck and roll. But, I just he 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 just plays so out of control, and it is it. It's not necessarily like Derrick Rose because I feel like Derrick Rose played under control. It's just he jumped so high. Yeah. Um, Jaw he he doesn't play under control. He doesn't have a mid range shot. He doesn't have a three point shot. So there's only one thing he can do, and if you sit in the paint, he's just gonna be like, well, okay, I'll just jump higher. Yeah, and that's you know, it'll work sometimes, but other times it will get him hurt. Yeah, for the most part, it, it does work. You know, he's good at evading guys in the air, but that's that's the danger you have when you have a superstar whose gift is supreme athleticism, and they rely on that. Zion, um, Jaw, you know, Zach Levine early in his career, high flyer type of guy. Um, that's, that's the danger that you get. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see that kind of backfired on him. Um, it the just Lakers... blows my mind that he hasn't developed a mid range or a three point shot yet. Yeah. Like, it's like, he's not even trying, like, I don't need it. It's like, yeah, you do need it. Like, yeah, I would say about year three or four, which I think he's in is like four. Um, I would think you'd want to at least start to diversify your game a little bit. Um, that way you're not in these situations where that's I mean, what you have to spam. But I mean, Michael Porter Jr. is already doing that, and technically he's only been playing three years. Yeah. Like, you know, we get it. You're, you can jump out of the gym. You're super athletic. All these things, you can dunk the ball, whatever. But you're, not, you're never going to do anything special in this league if you, if you can't shoot the ball. Do you think the Lakers kind of – mailed it in game two and that's why they lost that game no jaw they're already down no Clark i i i, I don't Adams. think the lakers are very good um well okay well i i think they're they're a good team i don't think they are as good as they are i don't think they're as good as they showed in game one Does that makes sense so like yeah i think they i they played at their peak in game one i don't think that's how Good they actually are because in game one they looked like the best team in the West. So I don't think they're that obviously, 
Um, I do think they are the second or third best team in the West, though. I think they're really good. Uh, it, it's just, it's, I think there's a, I think, and when we get to Nuggets, we can talk about it. I think there's a big drop off. And we're, we're just now kind of seeing it for real. You know, like part of me believed it in the regular season because you could see it in moments. But because Denver took a month off at the end of the year, it was like, well, how big is there really an actual gap? I think there's an I think there's a big gap and you're starting to you're starting to see it. Um, I think the Lakers are the second or third best team in the West, but I don't think they can they can be that consistently. And I don't think LeBron and this is why we got into it. What the last podcast we're talking about is LeBron a top 10 player. I just, I don't, he's not, he can't carry this team. No. He, he is, he, he can't be the best player on this team. Not every night. When they're, right, like if they're going to win a series or two, he's not going to be the best player. It has to be Anthony Davis. And that's the problem. Like you're just, their others are really good, right? Like I like Reeves. Um, I like Beasley. I like Vanderbilt. I, I think Ruri has played great. Um, their others are really good. D'Angelo Russell can can give you a couple games, but their two stars aren't pulling their weight, and that's the problem. Yeah. Um. Well, I th- I think LeBron is pulling his weight. I just. It's just Anthony Davis. Like it's just at the end of the day, it's it's on him. <laughs> like okay, well, he's got to stay I, healthy and he's got to right. be better. Le- and, well, LeBron's pulling the on, the only weight he can pull now. Yeah. Like that's that's what it is. Like he can't go out there and average thirty points, eight rebounds, and ten assists. He can't do that anymore. Without looking, uh, what do you think AD's numbers are right now in this series? Uh, probably probably like twenty. Eight and four. He's at 17 points per game, 10 and a half rebounds per game. Yeah. I mean, it's not good enough. Their two leading scorers, both tied at 24 and a half, is Rui and LeBron. So, yeah. That's just not going to get it done. That's <laughs> just not going to do well, it. Well, that's the thing. They're getting what they need from the others. Like, they're getting exactly, like, even in game two, they got what they needed from the others. Yeah. I mean, it, to, it's beat, just, to beat a, an injured Memphis, getting what they need for sure. But when they get to either Sacramento or Golden State, going to need more than that. Yeah. The, the only, I think Sacramento wins that series. And so the only issue for Sacramento, if they do get the Lakers, is they don't. Um, they struggled with uh, protecting the rim and uh, they struggled with uh, guys driving to the rim. So Golden State doesn't do a lot of that, right? Because they shoot a lot of threes. They run I mean, a lot of Sacramento's plays for threes. Sacramento's defense has been pretty they, good. They've been the good, but I think the matchup is what's what's good for them. They can guard threes. What they can't necessarily do is guard guys that are attacking the rim. That's what they struggled with all year. And the Lakers are literally just attack, attack, attack. Uh, so golden States, not golden States. We're going to run around 
and try and get you tired and we can hit threes off of screens and whatnot. And Sacramento is a really young team. Golden State's a really old team. I don't think the running around is working. <laughs> so and that's part of the problem too. So I, I just, if, if the Lakers get Sacramento, I think they beat Sacramento. Now, funny enough, I, if they get Golden State, I think Golden State beats the Lakers. I I don't think I'd choose the Lakers in either of those series, to be honest with you. Um, Sacramento has really blown me away, and we can we can just kind of transition to, to their series with Golden State. I feel like, have you seen that Shaq meme where it's like, I apologize, like I didn't know your game. Like, that's mm-hmm. how I feel. Not I did. Not more about Sacramento, but more so about De'Aaron Fox. Like, I knew, like, De'Aaron Fox could get to the rim. I knew he was super fast. I knew he was a good finisher. But his his stock <laughs> is, like, I don't know if he's, like, top 10 player good. But I would say at this point, if he keeps this up, he's definitely top 20, maybe top 15. His shot making um, has been great. His floater <laughs> game is awesome. Um, he's He's blown me away in this series. Yeah. Um, Sacramento as a whole, I think their others are, are playing out of their minds. Uh, Malik Monk, Harrison Barnes, um, Herter has, has been playing really well. Sabonis is obviously a, a really good player too. Um, and then Davion Mitchell, who I loved coming out of Baylor. Um, they're that, that team is fearless. I, I think they would run the Lakers out of the gym. Because they're giving Golden State Maybe. all that they can handle right now. Uh, yeah, and and I I just I'm worried about their interior defense. That's the only thing. I I feel like the Lakers would end up having averaging 50 free throws a game in that series. Yeah, well, like, I mean that's that's a possibility. I mean that's how the Lakers would have to win is slow things down. Well, and the other thing is, you know, we're, we're complaining about Anthony Davis and he's not playing well, but the the Memphis. Memphis matches up really well against the Lakers when it comes to Anthony Davis because they got guys that they can throw at him. Yeah. The, the Sacramento doesn't. Uh, Sabon, I love Sabonis. He ain't guarding Anthony Davis. Who's their, who's their backup big? Uh, he doesn't play a lot. It's it's kind of like the the Kings. The oh, Kings it's Alex are, are. That's who it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, here's the thing. The Kings are the Kroger brand of the Nuggets. Uh, I would That's, say they're the the poor man's version of Golden State. No, they don't they're... shoot. They don't. Well, they have shooters, but De'Aaron Fox isn't. De'Aaron Fox shoots thirty percent from three in the regular season. I like, would say he, just the he's speed hot. and pace he's in which hot they right play now. with. I think they're and they sure. can get hot. Sure, they they play with a the, the, uh, fast pace, and to be fair, the Nuggets don't. But the way they're built, where you have a big like Sabonis, right? Like Jokic. Um, you have a guard, and, and they play a really good two-man game. And then you got shooters around them. Like, the, it's, it's, they're the Nuggets light. What now, they play, at a fa- they play at a faster pace. Their style of play is a little bit different from the Nuggets. But how they are built is the same. What happened to Rashawn Holmes? Did he get hurt? Because I know he was there big for a little bit. I mean, the guy has the greatest floater I've ever seen. I can't. I mean, he's still with Sacramento, is he not? Yeah, I just don't think he's very good. 
Um, he played 42 games in the regular season. Interesting. So he just lost his spot in rotation. I get. I don't. I don't know. That's that's interesting. Um, uh, Trey Lyles, by the way, has. Uh, well, he didn't play well in game two, but game one he played pretty well. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, and then and then Malik Monk is is like uh, Malik Monk reminds me of a uh, Will Barton on their team. Yeah, he's he's, he's, he's a guy. He's he can get player. forty. He's also gonna get you four points, which oh. he did in game two. He's um, he's the Bones Barton J.R. Yeah. Smith type of mold in that you never know what you're gonna get. Jordan Clarkson esque like every team I feel like has one of those guys that mm-hmm. like if he's on he's on and if he's off he's off. Um, but no, Sacramento has blown me away this series. I still think like, if you, if you look at it, yes, Sacramento has played great. They've given Golden State all they can handle. Golden State hasn't really played well. You think Golden State figured them out? I, what I would be concerned about is if I was a Sacramento fan is like, it feels like they've played so exceptional, but each, each game in Sacramento came down to a point to where Golden State could have won the game. And so that's and, and one of those was without Draymond. No. That's what concerns me. And I don't know if that's the youth and the experience of Golden State. I think a lot of it is just Steph is just amazing. Um that's where I would be concerned. Well, Golden State's not a bad team. And no. so that's that's part of it. But I don't think the, their others have really given a lot. Like Clay's played well in Spurs, Wiggins has played well in Spurs. Well, but that's the problem with Golden State. The, their others do not play well on the road. There's a reason why they only won 11 games on the road. Like they're just there's a reason. Like it's, it's they, they didn't choose they didn't choose to win 11 games. No, it's, <laughs> like, it's weird. It's it's definitely so, a thing. But I just think that, if I'm Sacramento, I'm concerned about like if I'm a Sacramento fan, like I feel like we're like playing our A game. But then it's like yeah, our A game could. I mean, we there's is a scenario. It's not crazy to say Golden State could be up two one. Like this, the series could be reversed. No, yeah, right Golden well, Golden State could be up three zero. Right. Like there, there, the, the games have been close enough. Um, the the only thing, and could, because game three Golden State blew them out. The only thing that I feel like that might have been a outlier, and I think game four might be a lot closer. And I think Sacramento has, has a legit has a really good chance of winning game four mm-hmm. is just because again, I feel like they're kind of following in a way the nuggets route. And you remember how hard it was for the nuggets to, to win on the road at first against San Antonio. Like it was just, it was so difficult for them and it was a huge learning curve for them. Game three showed me Sacramento had no idea what to do on the road. Yeah. Well, it's a young team. This is their first go at it with this core. First go at it for that franchise in, what, 20 years almost? Yeah. Um, They're a really young team. Like, yes, a bonus has been in the playoffs. Um, Barnes has been in the playoffs. But playing on playing that first road game... Mm-hmm. And also, oh, by the way, you're playing a former champion. Yeah. You know, a, a team who has players who've won multiple championships. Mm-hmm. It It's so funny how it just remi- it reminds me so much of the Nuggets Spurs series. It really yeah. does. Yeah. No, it's it's very similar in that aspect. Um, 
Now, it's good for them that they have a proven and tested coach who's also won championships and, and was with Golden State. So I think that yeah. lends itself to also why they've been able to play so well. Um, but this series has been fun. Like that last game in Sacramento, I was sweating. And I'm not a it, fan of either of these teams. And I was stressed. <laughs> I was like, this is insane. And their I mean, fans that, are awesome that, too. That crowd has been incredible. Oh, they're great. They're, do you remember when OKC was just getting yeah. going in the playoffs and just how yep. awesome their crowd? Like it was. It's it's like to that level. Yep. Golden State when they were getting their run. Like I mean, this crowd has been insane. The video of the guy with the cowbell behind their the, the oh, Warriors yeah, yeah, GM yeah. Uh, Meyer yep. Bob Myers, and he's just back. I was like, oh my gosh, like. <laughs> and you could just tell Bob Myers' body language, and then eventually he puts his head down, and he's like, "I'm gonna go to jail tonight. I'm gonna turn around, and I'm gonna hit this man, and I'm gonna get fired. I'm going to jail because this guy. There's not even cows in Sacramento. There's no way there's cow. Why do they have cow? Why is that their thing? Why is cowbells uh. a thing in Sacramento? I don't get that. Um, but no, that's that series has been fun. Tech, um, I think this, outside of. The, the Nuggets. I think Sacramento is the most fun team to root for in the playoffs right now. Yeah, the, the, I, I the light that. beam thing and just the the fans and how that crowd is going yeah. nuts and like how them. young this team is. They're just a. It's it's like Golden State back in 2013. 20 well, not for us, but yeah. for everyone else, I'm sure it was a lot of fun watching Golden State in their playoff in their first playoff run. No, they're they're super bowl, super bowl, super likable team. Um, good coach. They're they're fun to watch for sure. And you know, I mean, there's there's they strike some fear in you. Like you can't take them lightly. This is not just like oh. a oh a young team, they're hot. No, like this is this is a real team. And if you mess around, they'll 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 put you in your place like they've they've done to Golden State thus far. But like I said, I think I don't know if Golden State's figured them out because I still think there's real concerns with Golden State. But mm-hmm. I would just be concerned about like, man, we've been playing exceptional. Like this is as great as you could expect your, your team to play in their first yeah. playoff run. This is, this would be the perfect scenario. And it's like, Oh, we we could be down two one or three Oh, and we've yeah. played well. That's the scary part. So fun series. Um, probably my favorite series to watch thus far in these playoffs. And, uh, we get game four tonight. I believe they're the, Oh, is that really tonight? Uh, wait, no, it's not tonight. It's tomorrow. So. Okay, I was, was going to say, oh, I'm excited for that one. Um, no, tonight's slate is, uh, well, today in a couple hours, we have Philly-Brooklyn, Game 4, Phoenix-Clippers, Game 4, and then Lakers-Memphis, uh, Game 3. Um, so we can get to Phoenix-Clippers. We, we talked about it off-air, and I think we were among the minority here of, like, the Clippers get Phoenix. Like, this is not a good matchup for Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And I think you've seen, even with a hobbled Clippers that like if they were fully healthy this could probably be the series is two over. one or three oh right it's now. probably three oh it's be- probably three oh they they have the guys they have the bodies they have the wings to defend these guys and outside of like insane games the last two games from booker and durant i mean that's how phoenix is up to one right now well and and i want to give a lot of credit to Devin booker because he's been awesome okay. and, and this is this is why i said stop booker it's over because I look, Kevin Durant's still great. He, but he's, but he's not to me. He's not a number one on a championship team anymore. He's still he is probably the best two you could possibly have. Mm. Um, 
but I don't think he's a number one. I don't think he's really ever been a number one, to be honest. Like he, 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 he was with Golden State, but like that was kind of cheating. It was um, no, it wasn't kind. It was cheating. It, it was cheating. <laughs> yeah, so no, no I don't. There. I don't really care. And and by the way, that was Steph's team. That wasn't. It wasn't Katie's team. Um. So I just. I and this is why I don't think Kevin Durant is is a top five player in in the league. This is why we, you know when we were going over that, and you got so mad at me for saying that he wasn't a top five player. Um. Five player. I just. I just don't think he's capable of carrying this team for a whole series. He can win you a game or two, and he will probably win you two in a series. I don't think he's capable of carrying you. And for them, if the Clippers were fully healthy, they would need KD and Booker, both of them, to carry them. And I don't think that would have happened. So, look, they're going to win the series because the Phoenix Suns have got to be the luckiest franchise over the last three years, it's oh stupid. Um, I mean, they're gonna win. They're gonna win the series. But am I am I afraid of them? Hell no, not rough, at all. The rough part is that they got the Clippers in those years, um, which I mean, we can we can get to the Phoenix fear factor thing. But like, if you're a Clipper fan, I mean, oh, I'm pissed. I mean, if you're I, Steve Ballmer, like. Like why why like why hold on to Kawhi at this point? Uh, I don't think there's any reason. The only issue is who's going to take him off your hands. Uh, well, someone will be desperate enough to take him. Well, I mean, if you want him for forty games, then I mean, I'm sure the Lakers would take him. <laughs> sure, I mean, but I mean, do you want to well, compare him with Anthony have, Davis the, and? Yeah, well, the Lakers don't have anything that the Clippers would want, so that's the problem. Um, I just don't but, get it. Like he's so good. He's been playing so good. This he's arguably when he was playing playing the best out of anybody in the playoffs. Yeah. He was he was playing great. Uh it's insane. I, I I really don't get how why he can't play through anything. Um I it must be I mean I want to say like oh it must be really bad, but like yeah, I, mean, I, I, be, don't, but I don't I don't I don't see it. where he hurt it. Like um I mean they said like, he reaggravated it, but I don't I don't remember ever seeing him hobble or anything. No. So I don't know. I don't know. Like I like it's pretty sad that I don't trust a player saying he's injured, but I don't. I don't trust that he's actually injured. Like, or at least enough to not play. You know, like I just if if Philly was in a dogfight, you don't think Embiid would play in Game Four? Yeah, like, I, th- I think that's a good point. I think that's the difference. Like two guys who are injury prone, Kawhi and Joel Embiid. One of those guys, you know, is going to fight hard to play. Yeah. Whereas the other one, it, it is, I mean, he, he may be hurting. We don't know, but it's like, it's, there's a history here to where it's, it's gotten but everyone's to this point hurt. Like, yeah, everyone's but I'm saying hurt. there's, there's like a history now with Kawhi to where it's, it's gotten so much to this point to where it's like, I don't know. Like at least with even AD, like he's injury prone, but you can tell he wants to play. Yeah. Uh, but with Kawhi, it's almost just kind of like, do you want to play? <laughs> like, are, are you just, do you just do your, your minimum and then you're just out? Like, I don't, that sucks when you have to question that. And if I'm that fan base, like I hate to say, I feel bad for the Clippers, but part of me does feel bad for the Clippers, like fans and their organization, because this is this team. I mean, we were both kind of fearing them, honestly, mm-hmm. after that game, like, I don't know if you want to see the Clippers because they looked great. And that's without Paul George. 
And then now it's just like, well, now we can't even count on our top well, guy again. I, and I'll, I, I will, I will say, I think if the Clippers were fully healthy, they would beat Denver. I mean, it's a good chance. I, I, I really, I really think this was this out of all the years was their best chance to get to the finals. And you Dude, they're really you unfortunate timing or can't trust I, your stars. You, you can't trust your stars, I, which, uh, but you know what? As a Nuggets fan, honestly, I'm glad because I would, I would rather see Phoenix at this point. I, I mean, Chris Paul is awful on both ends of the court. Um, DeAndre in is non-existent because he's, he doesn't get the ball and they don't involve him. I mean, he played really well in game two. Played really well. Uh, I mean, he was automatic in that first half. Sure, he was, he was I like guess seven of ten uh, or seven of seven, something like that. And and and, and here's the other thing. There's there's multiple things. Uh, the the fact that their Tory Craig has been their probably third best player in this series is, mind. is pretty sad. Um. But their bench is god awful. I mean, it is. I mean, they finally played Damian Lee in in Game Three. Yeah, what took so long with uh, that? Like, he had a great regular season. I don't understand why he was out of rotation. I don't know. Uh, for somehow Bismack Biombo was a plus eighteen. Goodness. Um, but he had four points. Akoyu was one for five with six points. Wow. I mean, Tory like, Craig is camp- averaging more points than Aiton in this series. They'll they'll get campaign back, which will help their bench. But again, the other problem too, another like the problem number five thousand with this team, they can't defend at all. You're letting and no offense to these guys, but you're letting Norman Powell put up forty two on you. You're letting Russell Westbrook put up thirty points, twelve assists, and eight rebounds on you. Are you kidding me? You're letting Bones put up twenty on you i their guards can't guard and if it's denver phoenix in round two you don't think jamal is gonna go off on them you don't think kcp is gonna be wide open every single every single time like bruce brown is gonna have a series uh, they can't defend they, they can't they're they just let you drive right by them like the, those guards uh, chris paul can't move uh, he's awful, and he's playing 41 minutes. When Cameron Payne comes back, he should be getting more minutes than Chris Paul. Like they, they might as well that. start campaign. That's that's where I was gonna go. Like, do you is is Monty Williams? But, but, but campaign isn't a good defender either, so that's not gonna help you defensively. I think Chris Paul actually is probably a little bit better defender because he, he has more muscle on him. I, all you have to do is just go around them, but to be you can't go through them, I guess. Well, you can't can. see uh, the the fights between Christian Brown and Chris Paul. Oh, that's gonna be. Oh yeah, yeah that yeah yeah. Just put literally. Uh, you can just put. But even I'm not like. Here's the thing. I'm not worried about Jamal Murray guarding Chris Paul. Like yeah. Jam- Jamal will hold his own. Jamal will Jam- shit. Sorry, I just cussed. Jamal can. Jamal can shut down Chris, Chris Paul. Yeah. Like, and that's the Nuggets' worst defender. So I just I, stop Booker. It's over. That's it. That's it. Put 
put Aaron Gordon, put KCP, Bruce Brown, Christian Brown. You have guys who can defend Devin Booker because you that's literally all the, the defenders you, you got. You, you got those type of guys to stop a guy like Devin Booker. Stop Devin Booker. Dare KD to average 45, 50 a game because he won't. Part of me still fears Phoenix, though. I think the Clippers are a bad matchup for Phoenix. I think Phoenix is a bad matchup for Denver. But, I mean, it's hard to... I don't we can, I don't see how they're a bad matchup. I really don't. Well, and, and we can just transition into the Nuggets series now. But I I don't know if it's just... I just fear KD and Booker. But it's just like... I mean, I logically what you're saying, like having watched three games now of this series with the Nuggets and having watched the Clippers' first two games versus the Suns, ah... Uh, you see it. It's just, it's hard to believe. It's hard I, I, to, I get it. To, to like go there. Like part of me, honestly, if I'm being 100% honest with you, I still am not sold on it. I'm, I'm still not ready to be like, okay. Like I know they're capable, like they have the talent being capable to get to the finals and potentially win it. I just don't know if I trust them to do it, but they are, they are doing things in this series. They're making history. First off, they never were up 2-0 on, on a Malone coach team. They're up 3-0. I don't know what to do with my hands right now. <laughs> a sweep? My nuggets? A sweep? I don't I that was never in my lexicon, my vocabulary with this team. And and the crazy part about this, and I texted you this last night after I watched the game, because I watched I recorded it and I watched it a little bit later. Um, oh, did I spoil it for you? When no, I, I, I absolutely oh, yeah. did not even look at my texts. Um, okay. anybody that texted me, I was like, I'm not even looking at it. Um, <laughs> but no, when I was watching the game. What has stood out to me in this series is your MVP has been the third best player in this series on his own team. It's been Jamal and it's been MPJ and -hmm. they've, they've traded off and they've steadied the ship. Like who, who kept the nuggets afloat in game two when things were rocky, it was Jamal. And then out of halftime when, um, things were looking kind of crazy and, and Minnesota was going on that run, it was MPJ who kept them back in it. And, and got them there. Yeah, the, the start of the fourth quarter, yeah. Yeah, and it, it was just, these guys have been playing out of their mind. Jamal's averaging like 27 and 5 right now. Um, MPJ is at like 17, or uh, let me let me go back to his numbers. I think it's like 17 or 19. Jokic, we talked about his numbers, 2011 and, and whatever, uh, 9. But it's like he hasn't really had to, to do anything this series. And then when he does do something, he just... Each game, he, he does something to go bear, and I'm like, okay, that's not fair. Like, don't <laughs> stop. Like, it, we get it. You are you don't have to do that to him anymore. Um, At the start, the start game three, they're like, oh, Gobert is starting on Jokic. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, that, that might not be a good idea. But it's either that. It's either have another Twitter highlight reel of Gobert and Jokic does something, or it's get cat in foul trouble, which do you want to do? Um well, it's not like Cat's doing much anyway. So. Well, I mean, he played he played better last night, but even then, and that's something I texted you last night. I'm I'm shocked at how they've just taken him out of this series. Min- and I think Minnesota, part of that is no, I, yeah, part I, of that is Minnesota's Minnesota. Doing. Minnesota is taking Cat out of the series. They've relegated him to like a spot up guy. Yep. Um, now I feel like they got him some more touches last night, but I don't I don't know if the pairing of Anthony Edwards and Cat will work. I just don't know if that's no. going to work. I think one of them has to be able to kind of um, sacrifice a little bit. Like Jamal, that, that's why Jamal and, and Jokic work so perfectly because they're both unselfish. And and they both have a good handle on of when he's got it going, I'm going to let him do his thing 
but I can still get mine. It just feels like when with Minnesota, it's all right, we're just going to go to Anthony Edwards for a quarter and a half and just, just let that ride. Just ISOs, pick and roll, and we'll see how that works. Oh, that's not working. All right, let's just throw it to Cat, and he'll shoot 15 threes, and hopefully those go in, and then he's going to drive to the basket and maybe make a shot. But to be fair, though, I don't think Cat has gotten a great whistle this series. He, he's gotten he's gotten beat up a little bit. Well, which... I, I, I think the, the, the refs have been awful this series. Yeah, um, but I, I to be fair, I don't think Minnesota has gotten teams. the greatest whistle. Um, I don't think, you know, Jokic, obviously, and he did that little thing on, after one of the layups last night where he's, like, grabbing himself, showing the ref that he's, I'm getting slapped here, 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 grabbed here, doing this. <laughs> and you could tell the ref was like, stop, or you're going to get a tech. And he's like, okay, I'll stop. Um, but it's just been amazing to me what they've been able to do this series. Jamal mm-hmm. has elevated his game. MPJ looking the best of his career. I mean, he's athletic. He's taking guys off the bounce now. I mean, years ago, I never thought he would develop anything outside of just stand up, shoot. The, the drive that he had, he caught it uh, at the three-point line. He drives, yeah, he drives left, and he finishes over. Who was guarding him? It was him? Conley. It was Mike Conley. It was Conley. Mm-hmm. That, uh, that, even though it was a smaller player, that was like, oh, like, this is, this is well, different Well, he now. had that one this past game, but in game two, I don't know if you remember this play, they swung it to him in the deep right corner, he gets past a guy and he gets a reverse layup yeah. um, and he has to sidestep either cat or go bear. And I was like, Oh, like I'm still shocked. Like, wow. He looks the most athletic he has in his entire career. Um, <laughs> he had a putback last night where he hopped over somebody and, and laid it back in um, that, that stint where, and I texted you this too, the stint where it was 78, 70 Jokic picks up his fourth foul. And I'm like, all right, this is, this is danger zone right here. And then I get, Increase the lead to 10 points. I, th- I don't think they got it more than 10, but they played so well. The bench has been great. Bruce Brown has been great. Christian Brown. I mean, what a steal for Calvin Booth, first off. Um, this team is doing things where I'm like, are these my nuggets? <laughs> are like, And I, I hate it so much because I want to explode the light switch. I want to take the light switch and I want to just sledgehammer into a wall into the oblivion. How this team looked to finish the season... And how they look now, they're taking care of business. I thought last night they were going to either get blown out or definitely lose. And to see them take oh. the punch in, in the start of the game, weather it, and then mm. control the game for the entire portion, it was impressive. I was right there with you. I thought they were going to lose game three. And then I went to go get um, – we ordered Wingstop last night. So I, I'm driving, and it's it's right before the game, and – I'm listening to Altitude Radio, and uh, uh, Bert is is talking to Cause, and and I think Bert asked him like, you know, um, you think Minnesota is going to give their best shot tonight, right? Like that that it makes sense. They're down 0-2. They're desperate, whatever. Mm-hmm. And Cause was like, you know, I thought that, but when you go back and watch Game Two, and this is how I felt during Game Two, in that third quarter, that was their shot. Like yeah. Minnesota took their shot in in quarter three in game two. They gave everything, everything that they had in that quarter. They shot 80 percent. And this is why when I texted you that game, I was like, I look, Denver. Yeah, there were some moments where their defense was not good. But at the same time, it just felt like Minnesota was giving their absolute best mm-hmm. 
and it still wasn't enough. Yeah. And once I heard Kyle say that, I'm like, yeah, I I don't I don't think Minnesota I if Denver gets a lead in this game, they're gonna give up. Like uh, they because because they gave everything. They even had a lead going into the fourth. They gave everything, and then MPJ broke them. Right, Jamal broke them, and I think that was the realization for for Minnesota. Like, yeah, we can't beat this team, and so that's where like yeah I. I, I was worried up until that point. And then once I heard Kyle say that, I'm like, yeah, I, cause you think back to game two, like I just, I was stunned that, that quarter with how well Minnesota played. Like they did everything right. They shot 80%. They were hitting stupid shots. Like, yeah, they got some open shots, but they were hitting some ridiculous shots, especially Anthony Edwards, who, by the way, that dude's a problem. Uh, in in two years, three years, if he gets the right team around him, they're getting to the conference finals, if not the finals. He's he is absolutely special. Um, but they just don't have enough. And and I think they kind of realized it in, in the fourth quarter of, of game two. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I think that was their best shot. And I think this one was like the real like last hurrah, like, okay, we have them. We have them down early. But even and, then, it didn't. It, it it once Denver had the lead, it was just like ah oh, crap, yeah. you know. It, like I like how Matt Moore put it before the series started. He was like, you know, when you look at this series, you know, Minnesota does present some tough things for Denver in certain aspects. But this is just going to have to be a series where Denver just wins, just because they're better. And I mm-hmm. feel like that's just that's just it. Like Minnesota has done things where you're like, okay, they take a lead, they start the third game really well. And then the Nuggets are like, eh, we're just better, and we're just gonna, we're just gonna be better. And then, then they go on a run, and you're like, oh wow, it's it's 13 points, the leap now, and it's just like, oh. And then they they stop one guy, and it's like, oh, there's an MPJ four point play, and then okay, we we don't got to worry about MPJ. The Nuggets are stopping for whatever reason. They haven't passed it to him in five minutes. Oh, that's Jamal coming off of the pick, and we're in drop, and oh, there's there's a bucket. And then it's like, oh, there's there's Bruce Brown, and oh, there's KCP, and then oh yeah, we forgot Jokic still plays for the team, and he just cooked Gobert again. <laughs> it's it's just that's one. The, thing that's after the funniest another. part to me. It cracks me up every time because it's like, man, Jokic hasn't done anything, and then you and then he just he's he he, he literally he I th- I'm pretty sure Gobert gets dizzy guarding Jokic. Like he's just like. Uh, yeah, I don't even know where I'm at now. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, spin, 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 spin. And I'm like, has it been three seconds? Like, how many spins can this large man do in three seconds? And it's just like the the game two where you had 20, I, th- well, I think it was game two, 27, nine and nine, or maybe that was game one. And I was like, he had 27, nine and nine. That was Dude, the that was quietest game two. 27, that was game two. nine and nine I've ever had in my life or well, seen in my life. And then they, I, I see that uh, on the little thing, like, down on the bottom of the screen. Oh, Jokic has a triple double. I'm like, yeah, huh? without <laughs> without going to the free throw line. That's insane. Yeah, it's just this is just one of those series where it's just the Nuggets are just just better. Yeah. Um, and you know, obviously, you get a break with guys like McDaniel's being out, mm-hmm. Nas Reed being out. But even yeah, then, I, don't I think know. I think Minnesota w- wins a game for sure. When if those guys go, are healthy, maybe it goes six. Maybe it goes six. Maybe. But with this, it, they're just better. And and if you're a Minnesota fan, 
you're looking at Tim Connolly like, what did you Dude. do? What did you just do? <laughs> we watched Kirk Cousins from August to January. And you come in here and do this. So now, not only do we have to worry about this from November to... It was an inside job. May, honestly, as they, <laughs> they paid Tim and they're like, listen, go take him out from within. He was like, on it. I will turn into a Looney Tune and just blow that team up. And he has. And it's it's just, I don't feel bad for them one bit. Like, okay, like if this was the trade-off of like, you guys get to win this uh, this playing type of game a few years back for the Nuggets' first run where they lost that last game of the season to who who's going to make the playoffs. If that was the trade-off, you guys can have that game. We'll take this. Like the Nuggets, the two trajectories could not have been more different for these two teams. And I, I liked how they mentioned on the altitude broadcast. I don't know if you watched the ESPN broadcast or the altitude broadcast last night. I can't watch the altitude broadcast. That's right. Sorry. I apologize. Didn't mean to bring no. that up. Source subject. No. Um, I was watching the altitude broadcast and they brought it up. I think it was on that one. And they're like, do you guys remember when a few years ago it was like, who's the better center cat or Jokic? And it's like, Ooh, ah, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's, that was a thing. Wasn't, wasn't it. Um, yeah, it's not even, it's not even close. Um, no. and cats, cats, a good player, but yeah, it's, this series has been, has been great. Um, the Nuggets it's, have played great and it's but even proven then, a lot. I feel like this series was uh, not proven it. This series to me confirmed everything that we thought they were. It's just, we weren't sure. Um, and the one I want to, there, there's two specific ones and we've mentioned them already. Uh, number one is Jamal Murray was, and, and during game two, I don't know if you saw my tweet, but I put in all caps, bubble Murray is real. Come to find out he doesn't like the bubble Murray thing. So I apologize, but it's like, it's like calling Mike, Michael Malone, Mike. Yeah. Just don't do it. But in that, like when he was going off in that fourth quarter, it, it was that realization like, Oh, like we, we had, we, we felt like that he could do that because we've seen, we saw flashes of it in his first playoff run. Um, but it was always that concern of like, yeah, I mean, TJ Warren went off in the bubble, yeah. you know, like was the bubble a little bit yeah. because it, the, it, it was the, it was because in, in the bubble, it's the same, you're, you're playing on the same court, same place. You're, you're practicing there, mm, like you no get fans. comfortable. Yeah. And so you, you saw the shooting percentages go up. So that was the thing. It was like, okay, he shot the crap out of the ball. Mm-hmm. Can he actually do that in a real series um, with, with fans and, and on the road and all these things? And he has not on the road, I guess. But, well, I guess he did a little bit last night, even though he didn't have a lot of points. I mean, he hit some shots last night. Uh, although some of his threes were off left, like way off left, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Not sure if he was like crooked or something. Um, but I don't know what was up with that, but yeah, it, it just confirmed like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Like this is who he is and we don't have to worry about him not showing up in a big moment. Yep. He He's going to show up. Uh, the other question was, okay. Michael Porter jr. His playoff runs haven't been good. Uh, in the bubble, is really rough. And then against Portland, actually, he played pretty well. 
and then he got hurt against Phoenix. So it was kind of it was uh, it was an unknown, and it was like well, the times we have seen him, he didn't elevate. But then you think back, well, that was also his, you know, only his that was his rookie year in the bubble, technically. Um, and obviously without Jamal the second time around, then he gets hurt. So it's like we don't really know. And now it's like okay, like he's figured it out. He's bought in. His defense has been awesome. I I'm that that's probably the most shocking thing is how good his defense has been. There's times where he kind of gets lost, but like he had he had a defensive play late in the game last night. I can't remember who it was on. Uh, who was that on? Do you remember what I'm talking about? It was it was, it was in the fourth. I'm I'm pretty for sure. Jamal or for MPJ. Uh, for for MPJ. Um, it was whoever it, whoever had the ball was driving left. It was I think it was it might have been Conley. It, it was or or Edwards. It was one of the guards, and MPJ just he stuck with them. He made it made them take a really bad shot, and they get the rebound. They they go off and running and and whatever they score, but. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just those two have just proven, like, okay, everything that we thought they could be or everything that they we thought they were, we just haven't seen it in the right setting. Like, they, they showed it, and they've shown it in all three games, really. Uh, it's just... Like, it, it, just com- it, it just helps confirm, like, okay, like, we were, we were right on this. Like, we're not... Now that's not the worry. That the worry is the other things, the others, the defense, like those things, and and the matchups. Like, but those three guys, we don't have to worry about anymore. No, uh, I think one. I think Jamal relishes these moments, which is awesome to have a star that wants these moments. And I think Jamal, if you asked him, do you prefer playing at home or on the road? I think he's one of those guys where it's like, let me play on the road so I can just kill the other team's fan base. I think he's one of those guys. Um, I mean, his he has more 40-point playoff games than <laughs> Devin Booker, Donovan Mitchell, Damian Lillard, Carmelo Anthony, Oscar Robertson, Carl Malone, Alex English, Kyrie Irving, Paul Pierce, DeMar DeRozan, Reggie Miller, Tim Duncan, Magic Johnson. You have... Th- Two guys for sure. And, and, and by the way, he's only had pl- three playoff runs. Exactly. You have <laughs> two guys for sure that elevate their game to unthinkable heights in the playoffs, it sounds like. Um, MPJ could be a third guy. And it just feels like, and, and to throw in like a Jokic one, I saw this one last night. Nikola Jokic has more playoff triple doubles than the Spurs, Suns, Bulls, Hawks, Knicks, Trailblazers, Clippers, Bucks, Wizards, Pelicans, Timberwolves, Jazz, Mavericks, Pacers, Hornets, Pistons, Grizzlies. Like, you have two guys that are just insane, and then you have a third guy in Michael Porter who is the perfect third star. And I don't even know if I want to call him that because I think Mike could, this version of Mike, he, he could develops, be a, he, he could be a guy. He could be yeah. the guy. Um, uh, yeah, maybe actually. But you have three guys who who don't care whose whose time it is, and they 
It's like they take. Did you did you see uh, MPJ's halftime uh, interview with ESPN? I did not. So this is this shows a lot, and then this tells a lot. Um, keep keep going. I'll I'll find the exact quote because I want to re- read okay. the exact quote. I was just gonna say they they have this crazy chemistry down of when it's like, all right, this has a, and I think it's it for a while it was just like between Jokic and and Jamal and MPJ would kind of get like the side end of it and he would just be like oh, go sit in the corner young young fellow young child go to go to the children's table it's time for the big boys to play and then now it's kind of like okay and we can trust michael now and it's like oh mike's got it going let's just get him going i still think they fall into too much of a rut when he's hot like they don't pass it to him for five minutes and i'm like please get the ball to, to number one and just let him shoot like the other night they had a, a fast break and bruce brown is running and mpj has his hands out like give me the ball I want the ball. I want to throw the ball. And Bruce Brown passes it the opposite direction. And I'm like, what yeah, are we okay. doing? Okay, there's something going on with Bruce Brown and MPJ. Maybe, because there's a few times. But I w- it's not just Bruce Brown, though. Like, there's a couple times where Jokic doesn't, like, pass it to him. Or Jamal, like, Jamal, I think, had an instant la- last night where it's transition. And I'm like, this guy has been lethal on transition threes. Why are we not giving it to him every single time? But all that to say, like, I just think they have a great, feel for each other of like jamal has it going let's let's get him going let's just let him cook mpj has it going let's let him cook and Jokic is like oh okay i guess i'll just throw it to me and then i will cook go bear for a little bit and then okay i'd really prefer one of you to just keep going on your own though um no. but no it's it's just awesome to see what they have all three of them. uh so here's here's what happened at the halftime uh interview um so the question was, your big three has 32 points at the moment. What else do you guys need to do for this squad to get a win? And and MPJ kind of just, he's like, no, we got a big 10, a big 12. How many is over there? That's how many we got. Love that. Um, the the growth from MPJ is, is the I think, the biggest takeaway in this series. And, he's, and it's not just his scoring. It's not the fact that he all of a sudden learned how to dribble. I don't know what happened, but he just figured it out. Yeah. Um, it's the passing. That too, there was a fast break that they had. He has the ball in the middle. And I'm like, oh yeah, he's he's just gonna take it. And and he just he just he keeps making the right plays. And maybe that's just that, a product of playing with the best playmaker. That, that, it might it, it might be, you know, if if MPJ lands with, you know, a different team. He probably doesn't become that type of passer, um, right? He doesn't have that mentality of like, oh, I'm I'm gonna give it to uh, KCP out here on the three, for yeah. um, for an open three. I'm, instead, I I have a one on one, a fast break. I'm just gonna take it to the rim. So maybe, and, and at times I wish. Sometimes he makes a pass. I'm like, yeah, you probably should have just shot that. Um, but seeing his growth and it just. It doesn't it feel like we I don't I don't remember seeing any of this in in the regular like at times, but not like this. No, it like, just feels it, 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 it just feels like, like it clicked. Flip was switched again. <laughs> like something <laughs> well. happened and like instead of bring it in, the slogan should have been time to flip the switch. Switch is okay. flipped. So I was gonna I was gonna tweet that out. I was like, yeah, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say anything. Um, but yeah, I was going to say that that should have been their slogan. That would have probably 
pissed off a lot of people. So I'll, yes, I see what I would have done that <laughs> that gift where the little red man has his head exploding. Um, no, I I don't know when it happened, when it all just came together for MPJ, but it's come together. And one guy I think that deserves props in this series is Aaron Gordon. Yeah. Granted, he's been in foul trouble literally every game. He's taking a beating. He's a, a large part why Cat is not doing what Cat's doing is because of him. So, and then he also has clutch moments where it's like, it's just so deflating. I can only imagine how deflating it is for the Wolves. You have Jokic. Jamal's not doing anything. Okay, MPJ's in front of us. We see him. Wait, who's got Aaron Gordon? Uh, there's an alley you well, dunk. Or, or oh, uh, Aaron Gordon. We're just going to give him the three. And then he like, we'll let him, we'll let him shoot the three. Devastating. Never mind. <laughs> just devastating. Like those alley oops are coming at the worst. Pos- they ran it, I think, in game two, they like two or three times down play, the stretch, and it works every time. And it, ha- it is just like, and you just see Chris Finch, and he's just like, I, I can't, like, I, well, <laughs> there's just so much happening with this Nuggets team, and what's crazy is like, I forgot what I was reading, um. But it's like the Nuggets don't necessarily run like they have set plays, but they don't necessarily no, run they don't. set plays. No, they don't need to. They just kind of flow out of that that handoff action and they just kind of go from there. And it's just like you stop that and then they do have a set play where it's like horns and it's like Jamal screens for AG and you have either the, the lob there and if they don't throw the lob, it's Jamal coming off of Jokic for a handoff and then that turns into the two-man game and it's just like there's so much and then if you stop that and it's, oh crap, we helped and MPJ's in the corner and oh, it's swung to KCP and it's just like there's so many things that can go wrong. I just don't know how you defend and, it. And, and, and then meanwhile, oh, okay, Jokic is finally off the floor and Jamal, okay, they're both off the floor. We can go out and run. Oh, Christian Brown's killing us. Oh, my a, gosh. A damn rookie is killing us. <laughs> he is. He just made. I'm, I'm literally watching a highlight right now. I'm on yeah. um, basketball reference, and they just played a highlight of the. It should have been an and one. That layup he yeah. had on the baseline against Gobert. Uh-huh. He's just. His defense, too. It's hilarious to me when slow mo gets the ball and he tries to attack on Christian Brown. I'm like, that's not going to end well. And it just doesn't <laughs> end well. It really doesn't end well for really anybody who tries to attack Christian Brown. Um, he's just been phenomenal, man. I mean, he's, he's the best bench guy. He He's the best bench player. You can, I, I think you can definitely make an argue argument for it. I mean, Bruce Brown has been playing really well this series, but uh, he does. I don't know. I don't, uh, I have completely turned on Bruce Brown. I apologize. I, he's driving me nuts. Like he does some good things, but I just, he's played really uh, well this series, but there's, there's times. Uh, I think they all just, have times where it's like, um, what are we doing here? Um, like Jamal, I, I thought he had an awful first quarter. Like there were some decisions that he made passing the ball, and I'm like, dude, what are yeah. you doing? And then mm-hmm. he comes back in the second quarter and the third quarter, and he's hitting shots. I'm like, okay, I'll shut up now. But this team, like all that to say, I, I, I'm just not – I'm not able to just say <laughs> yes. Like you texted me last night like yes, and I'm just, I'm just not – like I know they have the talent to do it. They do, but I'm just – I'm not there – I'm not there yet. I'm just not. Uh, like I think they would have to beat the Suns and I'll be like, okay. Yeah. I just I Because honestly, I, next trying, series might I'm be tr- the hardest I'm trying, series. I'm trying so hard to not get ahead of myself. I'm I'm really trying to not. It's hard not to though. It's hard. But 
I don't, I don't know how the Suns can beat them. I really don't. And maybe I'm, I'm, I'm watching Phoenix. I am trying. I have watched all of Phoenix's games. Okay. I'm trying to find reasons why they can beat Denver. I'm trying. Yeah. I can't find them. I've went from I the can't. Nuggets have no chance to okay, this will be close, but I think the Suns win. To this is like okay, and it, this is this, this is way, way overboard. This is way I'm 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 preface uh, this is way overboard. But right now, the way Phoenix is playing and the way Denver is playing, Denver I don't think Phoenix can get to a game six. Yeah, yeah. I, if the Nuggets play like this, yes, I I wholeheartedly agree with you. Denver and five. I, I just. Phoenix has how the hell is Phoenix gonna guard them? I don't know. And it's it I mean, sucks that it's Denver against Tori. Average 130 on them. I, I yeah. don't I don't I don't know what you do. I honestly I I don't know. I don't know. Because the one the one team I think can can make Denver really work in the Western Conference the Clippers. really work offensively is the Clippers. Yeah. That's the one team. Oh, yeah, because the other – that's what I'm saying. I think if the Nuggets win this series, which they should, um, I think next series will be the so hardest. They better. They, they better. Oh, gosh. I don't even want to go there. The, the next series, I think, would be the hardest series Yeah, out of, the, out of the West, and depending on who you get out of the final. Out of the West, I think next series – but even then, if the Nuggets play to this level and they get Phoenix, I, I think you can beat them in five games. I really think that. I just uh, see. I I thought I was going to get yelled at when I said that. So no, I'm kind of a little. I don't think I'm it's crazy because right part now. of me, like part of me, feels like Two Face from Batman. Like you know, I, I on one side I'm like, oh, Nuggets and five over Phoenix. But then on the other side I'm like, ah, it's KD and Booker and just you know they he just had 45 and who are the Nuggets going to be able to like guard KD and I know they have bodies to throw at um, you know Booker, but it's like. On the other end, too, like you have to look at it from Phoenix's perspective, and I'd be interested too right. to see how Phoenix views it too from their lens. I um, think they're too worried about the Clippers right now. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I don't. To I'm be fair, you can overlook the Clippers like that. But like, if they got to the Nugget, like, I wonder how that's viewed. Like, okay, Aiton has played. That was a storyline. Aiton plays Jokic really well, and I think that got kind of like dispelled a little bit like i think Jokic eventually just figures guys out yeah Jokic. well i think Jokic kind of did figure him out it's just it was it was already yeah i mean it's too late yeah but tory Cra- like who, who do you well tory so tory on jamal tory on jamal will be interesting um who's guarding <laughs> well that's the problem i guess kd right because kd is not a bad defender because I think if um, I was Phoenix, I would do. But here's but here's the thing: who's who's Chris Paul guarding? Because KCP. whoever Chris Paul, if I'm Denver, right? If if KCP, no, if, Aaron Gordon. If, I bet you they. I, I bet you that's how they. They eight and Jokic. Okay, they give the ball to give the ball to AG. Let him post up. You hide. It, yeah. Because yeah. because if they because they're gonna have to double, and what's gonna happen when they double? Yeah, that's that. I mean, that's how I would. You can't put Chris Paul on on Jamal. That's he's gonna get cooked. No, uh, Chris Paul may or Jamal may average fifty uh, if you, that happens. You can't put him on MPJ because he's he's gonna get cooked. I mean, you can try and put him on KCP. I think I think KCP is the right move, but even KCP can attack him. But then you're gonna it's put Booker on AG, and we saw how that went the first 
playoff matchup. Well, no, I think you have to put Booker on, on Jamal. But but then Jamal's going to make him work, and so then it, Booker's going to be exhausted offensively. And then you have to put Torrey Craig on, on MP. We're going zone the entire series, everybody. <laughs> zone. Just mix up different zones. Yeah, I don't know. Well, that's, then, that's a problem. Well, if you go zone, just give the ball to Jokic. Yeah, you want to, yeah. He's, uh, he's the ultimate zone breaker. So there's, like that. Yeah, there's there's a lot of problems here. I'm uh, yeah, and yeah. and then let's not even get to their bench. I, once their bench comes in, it's over. Yeah. Like and and here's the other thing. And actually, I was watching. Um, who brought this up? Someone was worried about Phoenix. Oh, it was uh, it was first things first, and they've been on the Phoenix train. But have you been seeing how many minutes KD and Booker are playing right now? That's what um I was watching Colin Cowherd and um. I don't Jason McIntyre is like his like sidekick now or whatever. Yeah. And that's what he brought up. McIntyre was like, listen, Colin, like Katie so, and Booker playing a lot of minutes and they're going to have to go so to altitude. Kevin Durant, 45, 44, 42. Yep. Evan Booker, 43, 45, 45. That's a lot of minutes for those two guys. I'm curious I, what the, what, what Denver's at right now. Barely over 30. Um, well, I know Jamal had to play. He had they had to play a lot in game two. Let me see. I guess I guess they stayed out there a while for game one when they shouldn't have. So minutes so. per game, Yoke, or Jamal's at thirty six eight. Jokic is okay. at thirty four six. MPJ is at thirty three one. Jokic has only played thirty four minutes. <laughs> yeah, he just. At this, you know, you know, two years ago, Jokic or both years, the last two years, Jokic is probably oh, averaging like forty. Yeah, he's playing fifty minutes a game. <laughs> um can i click the oh my gosh and 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 here's the other thing on top of all that do we really think phoenix can can get this series done quickly because they better Oof. because denver denver may be resting if this goes six or seven yeah and phoenix that's, is host that's honestly what you need to hope for as a nuggets fan is this just goes as long as the possible. problem is freaking Kawhi isn't playing yeah um yeah booker's at he's averaging 44 minutes a game Durant 43, Aiton 33, Chris Paul 39. I, I mean, it's not ideal. For Chris sure, Paul, wait, ideal. how many minutes is Chris Paul averaging? 39. Uh, yep. Uh, that's a lot of minutes. It's a lot of minutes. And now, like, game, game one, Denver Denver wins. There's, there's no shot Phoenix can win game one. No shot. You remember uh, in the bubble going after they beat Utah, and (laughs) and he's like, we We play on play on Thursday. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry to break that to you. His face was just so so distraught. Oh, and gosh, and and then what happened in Game One against the Clippers and against the Lakers? By the way, yeah, they lost. They they didn't just lose. Yeah. They lost by like thirty. Oh my gosh, that is hilarious. Just his facial. Did you see? <laughs> speaking of his facial expression, there was a there. Was, I forgot what quarter it was in, but Gobert was at the free throw line, <laughs> and he shot it, and it clang like it clanged the backboard, and they panned perfectly to Jamal at the right time, and his eyes were all big. <laughs> I was like, okay, man, come on, you need to stop. Oh my gosh, it's hilarious. But no, I mean, Jamal's reactions are might be the best on the team. Perfect. Um, I, yeah, I mean, 
even the, like, See, we're talking all these. Like, logically, I'm just like, I don't know. I know. And, and then they're going to get blown out in game yeah. four, and it's... Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how Phoenix does it. Like, if I'm if I'm objectively looking, I don't, I don't know how Phoenix does it right now. Given how, how tough... But I do think part of that is just the Clippers are just a bad matchup for them. They have the bodies to throw out their two best players. Now, it's going to suck that Kawhi is not playing, and... Even, even without Paul George, I think this still goes six. Chance of going seven. Yeah, with those but here's guys, the thing too. Clippers in five or six. I think the Clippers have kind of given Denver something on Phoenix, though. The way Russ is playing defense on KD, I think what you can do is you can Smaller put KCP. Guy. Yeah. You can put KCP on on KD and let him just harass him, and then now you get to, you have the, because here's the problem, right? The Clippers can can put Russ on, on KD, and he's bothering them, but they don't have anyone to put on Booker, right? Because everyone's out. So the two guys who can guard Booker are out. So now you can put Aaron Gordon on Booker, and I, I just think that's a really good matchup for Denver. And, and even if that's not working, and you have to go to a failsafe, you have Christian Brown, and Christian Brown's going to drive Booker nuts. Yeah. Yeah, and then you have a you have a break the glass one in in uh, Watson if you really need him. Yeah, you know a good guy to to probably throw at, and I'm thinking this purely off of just like harassing him, because um, I don't know if KCP like he's a great defender. I don't know if he's like the harassing type. Is Bruce Brown? Yeah. Now Russ is a little bit bigger. I think he's a couple inches bigger than Bruce Brown, but mm, Bruce Brown knows I- Katie. Yeah. A guy who will get in his face. I'm not saying he's going to slow down, Katie, but uh, you want a guy who's going to make him work. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's an option there. That's true. I mean, I, I'm curious. I want to go back and and look at how they guarded, uh, how uh, Boston guarded Katie. Oh, they just had their wings on them. They just have Tatum, uh, Tatum and, and Brown. Yeah. Because oh, man, Katie was awful that series. Yeah. I, I don't think they had. I don't think Smart played him. I think Smart was on Kyrie. So, yeah, I think they just had their, yeah, their two guys. But, I mean, I, I, at this point, I, I think for Denver, you, I think what we've learned from Phoenix in, in round one is you really don't need to double them. Like it, you may feel like you do if they start going off, but as long as they're both not going off, you're fine, right? Sh- shut down one of them. I think the easier one to shut down actually is is Booker. Or at least the more important one to shut down is Booker. Well, and I think what what kind of puts pressure on Phoenix too in a matchup with Denver now is both of those guys need to have a great game. Yeah, like they both well, have to. Go. I mean, to get past the Clippers, they both need a great game. Right, but I think with Denver, given all their options, like they they both have to. One has to at minimum go for thirty. Whereas with Denver, mm-hmm. one of their guys can drop off in the eighteen range. But you still have a KCP, Aaron Gordon, you know, they have three guys who can go for 30 at any point. Right. On Phoenix, they have two guys and maybe eight and can with a lot of volume, but it may be Chris Paul on just like a, everything's clicking. I got my massage in and stretched out before and I'm feeling great tonight. I got eight hours, got my raisin brand, but I don't, this it's gonna to be tough. Here, here's the here's the issue though. Um, Denver has struggled with pick and roll. Yeah. So if I'm Phoenix, I'm putting Booker and Aiton in the pick and roll. Oh yeah, you have to. You have to spam that. Right. 
that and maybe like book and KD pick and roll. And that's one thing if, and we've, you know, Jokic really hasn't done much this series, but one thing that's been driving me nuts is just, you got to give some effort at the rim. I mean, I'm not asking you to be Joel, Joel Embiid, yeah. But like some of these ones where he's just standing there and just letting guys you, go, I'm just do like, you okay. Think, though he's really trying to rest because the last two playoff runs, he's, he's been doing. so he's been so tired. I look, I I think I think Jokic has been honestly the most frustrating player to watch in the series. Yeah. Like and and it's been it's been like this since the the Memphis game back in whenever that was, like late February was that? Like I just. I don't. I don't know. I and and I've been. I've been saying it for the last month. Just Jokic is just not. He doesn't seem engaged, and even in this playoffs, there's moments where he does, but for the most part, he's not. I'll say he's. I think he's engaged for sure. He's definitely because towards the end of the year, he was that. I mean, if there was anything less than cruise control, that's what he was on. Like he was on a slow drip. But I think he's engaged. I just think he knows he doesn't have to do much this series. I just honestly think that's I, I, the mentality I hope of this series. I hope that's what it is, and he knows he can flip the switch. I just, I'm a little bit, I was going to text you last, was it last night? Yeah, I think it was last night. Um, I was going to text you, I'm really worried about Jokic. Uh, I, it was when he airballed that three. No, I, I, I'm glad you said that, because I was worried to start the game, because I, I've noticed he hasn't taken a lot of threes this series, and then he took like two or three and he made them. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm, I'm done. Yeah, yeah, he airballed that three, and then he took another one he made. I'm like, so, because I was going to text you after he airballed the three, and then maybe a couple minutes later, he takes another three and he hits it. I'm like, yeah. all right, well, fine, whatever. Like, But it, it's it's one of those things where I'm just like, I. well, he's been hesitant, too. Out of all the too. players, the, most worried, the, the, wor- the player I'm most worried about is, is Jokic. And that's fair, and I think that's a fair point. And I think he's been, and I noticed that last night and, and through these games, I'm like, he's he's not. I don't, it's not even hesitation. He's just not taking the shots that he's normally just taken. Whether it's mid-range, whether it's the three-point shot, he's like actively not looking for that. And I'm like, is that because of the wrist? Or I think part of it, maybe it's because of the wrist, but I think he's, I think he's fine. I think it's just precautionary I mean, he hit, stuff. What was his shooting? He he was shooting threes last night. He was, I think he, he was, was two of four or two of five to finish. Okay. Seven. So like, and, and that's, that's better than his regular season average. So it's like, yeah, is it, is it, is it not? Is it the wrist? Is it? I think it's part of that. Shooting fine, I, but I honestly think too, and it's it's kind of funny, but I just don't think he thinks he has to do much this series. I really well, don't. And to be fair, and 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 a lot another part of it, there's a lot of size that comes with 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 Minnesota, so maybe it's just a it's a we. It's a bad matchup. It's just we're not really noticing it because they're up 3-0. But it's just a really bad matchup for for Jokic. Maybe it's just like he doesn't want to exert the energy to have to go at these these guys like this. He, and yeah, he knows, he, knows that, he doesn't have to. Yeah, but but even when he does though, it's like he's he cooks cat. He cooks Gobert. Well, yeah. So it's like I I honestly think it's just him knowing I don't have to because I think he was aggressive in the post early yesterday. Um, I just think shot wise, he was just passing some stuff up, but I, I just think he's just, he just knows like, man, I don't have to do much. I mean, maybe he knows like, look, they're going to need me in the next round or the round after that. Yes. Because he, I mean, they've, you know, he, he knows that he has to 
he can't be gassed in round two, you know, like no. the last two years. That's one thing I've been um, worried about with Jamal because in, in these games, he's been looking kind of like huffing and puffing. Now, granted, he's been playing the more minutes out of everybody. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's I, one thing I'm a little concerned about. See, Jamal's never really been in, in that type of shape where he could go 40 minutes a night. Um, we just, we haven't been in the situation in so long so i think we kind of forgot yeah. <laughs> because in the bubble he was exhausted yeah well yeah but he kept but but at the same time he kept doing it so like it's just it's hard to like say like oh like he's not gonna be able to do anything you know yeah yeah i don't know but um it's it's a great feeling a weird feeling to be up 3-0 like i just are we in the playoffs are we sure it started like is this is this really it because being up 3-0 with this core of a team and with Michael Malone, like by this time, Michael Malone's blood pressure would have spiked 3,000 times, but he's he's good now. So it's like, wow, my heart feels great right now. <laughs> um, it'll be, hopefully they just close it out. I mean, I think a sweep would be awesome for this team. I hope they come out with the same intensity on what Monday? Did they play tomorrow? I think. Yeah the the hope the hope is that Minnesota is kind of just like all I right, think they'll come like, out with some desperation again, like they did in Game One. But I think if the Nuggets can hang within, because after that first quarter, and they summed it right. up on the broadcast too, they were like, the Nuggets in the huddle, they're like, you know, we game's tied and, or whatever it was, we're down by like one, but we didn't even play well. And right. so it's like if the Nuggets can hold serve, if they can just withstand the first punch mm-hmm. like they did, like they've been doing, well, like they did last night um, and in that third quarter, then I think they're fine. And I think Minnesota will kind of pack it in. Um, but you're, you're going to get their best and, you know, we'll see. But ideally... Yeah, you, they'll get their best in the first and probably they start the third. And yeah. if you, you get through that, it's over. If we can sweep this team, get more that's, rest that's for these huge. guys... That is huge. And then come on, Clippers. <laughs> take, take them the distance. Yeah, don't win the series because then Kawhi and well, PG are going to be back by round two. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. I don't, I don't know now. So, I mean, who at this point, who do you want to see? Um, I Honestly, I want to see Phoenix, not necessarily for the matchup, and I think and because I think they can beat them, but um, more of the – I just think it would be fun. <laughs> Yeah, like, I think if I you're asking want, me now, I kind of want the. I, I kind of I, I want Phoenix to, to beat like I want to beat them. Yeah. We we've beat the Clippers. I don't, we've beat them. I I want to beat Phoenix. Yeah, I think it'll mean more. It would mean more. It would it would be more impactful. I think. Um, and plus, I just think they're the they're the weaker team defensively. So whereas like with. With the Clippers, I feel like they could do a lot more defensively, and I just feel like there's motivation there. Like I yeah. think they they would mm-hmm. genuinely they they probably want Denver really badly. Yeah, the Clippers. Yeah, I mean the three one bones. Yeah, I'm um, Plumley's there. There's, yeah, there's there's, there's a lot of motivation. But I, I think for at least our purposes, I'd rather do Phoenix, um, which is crazy to say because they have Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. But I mean, given th- how things are going, like. If you had told me this a week ago, I'd be like, you're insane. It's not yeah. happening. I mean, here's and here's the thing. I don't think 
this was a year for Phoenix, even with the trade. Um, I think next year's a year for them. I don't know. I mean, we got to see what they do in the offseason. Well, but, but okay, so the reason why I say that is because their bench is so bad. They weren't. They didn't get a chance. They they made the trade for KD, but then it was it was kind of scramble mode, and you don't really know what kind of role players you need around Booker and, and and KD. And I think they're kind of figuring out. Okay, we need this type of guy. We need this type of guy. Off season, you can do that. You can open up some money and you can do those things. Yeah. I also think, I I don't think Chris Paul will be on that team next year. Yeah, I don't think so either. So I. I, I think it's going to be Kyrie, and I think that makes them better. It doesn't necessarily make them better defensively, but I think they'll understand, okay, if we're going to go get Kyrie, we're going to go get a guard who can defend. And you know what? Might be crazy, but they might make a run at Bruce Brown. Sure. And I think I think Bruce Brown would be the perfect guy for them. Yeah. I think next... I think I, Depends on I the think money, it, but... I don't know, man. I think I, I think I think Phoenix wins the whole thing next year. I really do. I don't. I, I have to see what they do in the offseason because I don't. But Katie's got to stay healthy too. That's exactly. the other. Exactly. And plus, if Denver mainly runs it back with the same squad, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Um, okay. About yeah, that's, twenty-four. That's, that's a good point. Is Denver better next year? I mean, if it's the same squad, given uh, health, Christian I don't... Brown another year. Yeah. Peyton Watson elevates. Exactly. So no. I don't know how you can say they, MPJ, they would be MPJ, MPJ is not even at his peak yet. <laughs> no. Well, I don't. I don't even think he's been I unlocked I'm to not his sure. full potential. So it's like I'm not sure Jamal is either because this is year one off of the injury, right. not not year two. Exactly. Exactly. So I would think ideally they'd be the favorites to at least be a top two seed, if not the favorite out of the West next year. Given how things are going, we'll, we'll have to see how the, the playoffs go from here on out. But, I mean, at least as it stands right now, and if they can meet what we think they can meet, then, yeah. Um, but in about 20 minutes, we have the Sixers-Brooklyn game. No Embiid for that one, so we'll see if Brooklyn can extend that series. Um, <laughs> real quickly before we, we wrap up, thoughts on the Dylan Brooks <laughs> comments? Oh, my God. Oh, LeVrod. That guy is... He is something, man. Um, yeah. See, now, now I'm starting to sour on him a little bit. Like, I liked him a couple years ago when they were in the play-in, and he was like this gritty dude, making he's tough shots. It, he, he's just he, he's taking it to another level, and yeah, it's annoying. Now he's taking it to a level to where it's like, it just feels like you're a bad character in, a, in, in wrestling or something. Yeah. Like, you're, you're a heel, and you just want to just push buttons just to push buttons. And it's like, okay. That's where you just kind of get annoying. Yeah. Um, like calling. It's not. It's not like because Draymond's different because at least Draymond's impacting the game. Yeah. Um, it it's it's more like a old Lance Stevenson, like yeah. It's just like dude, like maybe work on your game and do something yeah. offensively. You're, you're trying. I don't know. Trying too hard, but I'm I'm very excited to see how LeBron goes at him this game because I think Bron is uh has internalized what he said I'm like okay you want to see old i would not be shocked if lebron goes for like 30 plus today so i'm just saying yeah. um anything else before we uh we wrap up the draft is in a week for anybody that cares uh, no one cares so, okay just saying um 
trying to think if there's any oh oh the bronco stuff. the russell wilson driving the cart into the bunker oh yeah um some of the jokes out of that oh my god oh, i don't I know was, if you saw some of those i was listening to the fan um mike and mark were talking about it and they're like what do you think he was saying as he flipped the cart <laughs> and stink was like oh spicy <laughs> and they're like let's roll and i was like oh boy so uh, the whole like he didn't see the bunker because he you know can't see what's in front of him. Oh boy. Um, yeah. Yeah. The the the, the 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 jokes out of that was probably the yeah. uh, it's definitely the best moment of the off season so far. Yeah, that's you know that that really just I was so happy talking about the Nuggets and then not just thinking about the Broncos just makes me so <laughs> so incredibly sad <laughs> like. <sighs> at this point i'm just laughing i i yeah, think it's funny i i want to see a disaster yeah i mean ideally not that's been like seven years like well at some point they'll wake up right yeah i don't know that just that really depressed me we should, <laughs> you didn't have to bring like we talk about the nuggets vibes are great and then it's oh the broncos <laughs> are still a thing could be worse it could be the rockies so, um, you know, at least the Rockies have their draft picks. Yeah, but the Rockies are, they're just that kid that you see in class and you're like that, that one is just weird. I he mean, just, he's just, a the weird. Rockies have made it to the playoffs more than the Broncos have the last seven years. Yeah. But they're also on pace to like historically be terrible. Um, also quick shout out to my abs. Go abs. Good, good win. There it is. There it go. Go abs, baby. Woo. Go ask. Do you know who they're playing? Yeah, the Kraken. Okay. Yeah. Do you know where the Kraken are, are from? Seattle, absolutely. Okay. That's where all octopus okay. are from. What What year did Seattle uh, get the hockey team? 2020 or 21. They're fairly okay. new. They're only like two yeah, years they, old. They, yeah, they're very Listen, new. This I is their first I know hockey, game. all right? Uh-huh. I, I know my uh-huh. wooden puck, all right? Uh-huh. Go abs, right? Nishushkins and... Miko Rantanen and all those guys. Bo Beerum. Woo! Love Bo. Big Bo fan. Big, big Bo fan over here. Go Abs. Let's tie up the series tonight, baby. Um, uh, it's already tied. Is it? <laughs> is that the case? That they were down 2 1. No, it's 1 1. Oh, they haven't played three games yet? Are you sure? It is yeah, 1-1. I'm looking at it right now. It's 1 1. Oh. That first loss really threw, threw me for a loop. All right, that's going to do it for us today. Avalanche diehards. Brandon Stoll on the other side. Stephen Priest. It's been the Behind the Glass Sports Podcast.